Hello there, and welcome to episode 28 of the Sports and Spirituality Show right here on the Fairfield County Sports Network. A special thank you to our sponsor, that's Price Custom Homes, Craig and Mitch Price PriceCustomHomes.com. Um, we so appreciate them sponsoring this program here, the Sports and Spirituality Show podcast. Uh, you can find it on Spotify and other podcasting platforms. You can hear it on WLRY 88.9 Radio for Life every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. or on Save Radio, and that's an internet radio station run by my good friend George Chatters. So uh, thank you to all of the folks that make the Sports and Spirituality Show podcast possible, especially our friends Mitch and Greg Price of Price Custom Homes. My name is Steve Rao, and our co-host for this podcast is always um, a special gift to what we are attempting to do here on the Sports and Spirituality Show. She has so many wonderful things to contribute. She is a difference maker. She's the kind of gal that makes the world a better place. She's the kind of young lady that when things get difficult and challenging and are a struggle that she gives us hope for the future and she is with young life lancaster she is kelsey bull welcome back to the sports and spirituality show kelsey thanks steve that's kind it is to welcome me back yeah yeah uh what else is kind anything else a couple other things you said about me really are they true though because you always <laughs> accuse me of them being false. That is not true. It is I true. I do not always do anything. Oh, okay. I got you. Should I said often accuse me of lying? Or uh, half of those things you said weren't true. Have well, you say that on a regular basis? Well, when they're not On these true, introductions? When they're not true, I got to call do, it out. Do, do you say that on a regular basis? I feel like most of your intros are very kind. Really? Is that not true? Do you go yeah. back and forth? Uh, no. I, well, Even yeah. episodes are kind, odd episodes I, what are... I tr- what I try to do is uh, I try to uh, balance it. Um, I don't want to be all kind. Right. But I don't want to be all mean either. Right. So, yeah, I try to find a balance in there. Okay. Yeah. Well. Was it all kind today? I thought so. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I'll try to let that happen again. <laughs> okay. uh, what's number 28 mean to you? Oh, my gosh. This question again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nothing. What's it mean to you? Nothing. Does it mean anything to you? No. One of the reasons I was uh, extra nice to you uh, is because uh, we celebrated recently International Women's Day. And uh, I have so appreciated the contribution of women, and I think you're one of those women who make that kind of contribution, so I wanted to thank you publicly for that. Thank you. That is so kind. You're welcome. Waiting for the insult to come soon. Nope. <laughs> nope. No insults. It's a, it's a holiday. Did you do anything to celebrate this? No, I did not. Okay. I, I appreciate just, the honesty. I just thought about it, and yeah. uh, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do my best to try to honor Kelsey uh, on our podcast. Well, thank so there you, you go. so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean to you? I, You know, it's interesting. I think uh, in years past, I have given it a little bit more thought. I try to use that day, as we've talked about other holidays in the past, but I try to use that day specifically to reach out to uh, several or maybe just one, even depending on my uh, time. 
availability that day and to thank a woman in my life who has been a great example and who has meant a great deal to me and who has led me in different ways. And, um, I, I do believe I did that this week. I don't, I don't know if I did it on the exact day, but, um, that is the way that I choose to celebrate that. I think in general, I think womanhood is really beautiful and I think that it can be done in so many different ways. I think of women who are, uh, top notch CEOs. I think of the women who are stay at home moms. I think of the women who have all different kinds of jobs in between, right? In the military, at the post office, um, in fast food. I think that, um, I really do think that women are specifically sold um, a message of what it should look like to be a woman, to be a mom, to be a uh, a woman who has a job. Um, and so I, I just would love to say that I think that it's really beautiful that we're all called to be different um, and to live differently. And, and I think that's probably true for men. I'm not a man, so I've never experienced that. I think absolutely men are are given um, a script that they need to follow. I, I do think that is true. Um, but I I would argue that it's a little bit more impressed upon women about what it means for us to be a woman. And so I just uh, would love to celebrate all women and how, however they're doing that. Yeah, well, that's uh, very, very wise of you to say, and I really appreciate you sharing that. And that's great advice uh, on things like uh, International Women's Day to uh, – to honor uh, a woman in your life uh, who has made a significant contribution. I believe Jesus Christ was one of the most liberating people to women. I mean, he grew up in a very patriarchal society, right, where women were considered property. They weren't valued. And then Jesus comes along, and the woman caught in adultery, drug out to him, say, hey, the law says to stone her, what do you say? And he said, I say, who's uh, ever without sin throw the first stone? And they all disappeared. And he says, where's your accusers? And she said, they've all disappeared. And he says, I don't condemn you either. That's pretty liberating stuff right there in that backdrop and context in which he spoke. He sat with the woman at the well and says, hey, uh, go, go bring your husband. Come talk to me. Well, I don't have a husband. And he said, that's right. You had five husbands, a man living with not your husband. And he didn't just kick her to the curb. He continued to engage her and interact with her, spend time with her, give her value. And he ended up spending a couple extra days there and ministering to people. And then I think about the woman uh, who showed up and uh, she washed his feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. In that culture, if you let your hair down in public, you had uh, uh, it was it was only prostitutes who did that. And the the religious elites, the spiritually superior, the holier than thou guys, were like, hey, if he was really a prophet, he'd know what kind of woman that is. Because look, she got her hair down there. Obviously, he's not a prophet, and uh, and he embraced her. Uh, The woman who anointed his feet with oil, he said she's done more than many others. The woman who gave two mites, um, two um, pennies uh, in the uh, temple offering, he said she's given more than anybody else because she gave out of what she had, not out of her access, or her excess, excuse me. Jesus was a absolute liberator of women, and uh, I celebrate the truth that Jesus valued women for what they were created to be. Yeah, a couple of things that come to mind are once Jesus died and was in the tomb, when he uh, came back to life, the first 
human he appeared to was a woman. Yep. Right. And I also think um, how powerful it is to think about the five women, uh, Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, um, Bathsheba, and Mary, who are listed in his genealogy. Yep. Um, and how significant that would have been. Uh, if I'm honest, it's really hard for me to comprehend, right? Uh, how si- significant and culturally unique that would have been back then yep. um, for now. And I mean, I'm thankful for the progress, right? Yes. That I almost can take that for granted. Right. Um, and so I think that's really powerful too when we can um, understand the significance culturally of those accounts. Yeah, it really is a significant thing. Switching gears real quick, there's an internet phenomenon. And uh, the question is, are there more doors in the world or wheels in the world? It seems like a really strange thing, um, but uh, it it interests me. So uh, what team are you on, Kelsey? Okay, I just heard this question for the first time on Wednesday. It's now Friday, so I don't even know that I've had like two days with this question. Uh Uh-huh. My answer is doors. Really? And yes. Okay. Why? We're talking any door, right? Yes. Cabinet door, closet uh-huh. door. Yes. Um, uh, exterior, interior doors, car yeah. doors. Um, the doors within your car that like the door of the glove comp- compartment. Okay. Um, I there in my mind, I'm like there are so many types of doors. All the dollhouses, lockers. Yes. Um, I just. There are doors everywhere. There's I, doors everywhere. I can't. I need someone to like explain to me. Sure. That the, when I think about wheels, I immediately think of cars. Okay. And trucks. But yes. then I think of like Hot Wheels and yes. like, all the trucks my like son, one and a half year old son has. Right. Yes. So there's a lot of wheels. But if I were to go around my house, there's like wheels on carts. There's wheels on like stools or like computer chairs. Right. But in my mind, I'm like, there is no way that there are more wheels in the world than doors uh-huh but then i think i i bet there are a lot more m- mechanical wheels like if we're thinking about like all the machinery uh-huh yeah i don't sorry this is no this <laughs> these is are my train of th- like exactly of what i was hoping for right here because i know you're wrong of and i love do. to hear you talk about how wrong you are and then you then you almost came around to it because you're like, no, wait a minute. What about mechanical wheels? Um, you know, ships, they have a lot of doors, but they don't have wheels, right? They're boats. They don't have wheels. Yeah. Well, some of the, there, there are some wheels in there. For sure. Especially like a cruise ship. There's chairs. Chairs have wheels. I'm sitting in a chair right now. Let's see. One, two, three, four, uh, five wheels on okay, it. Okay, but how many doors are there in this room alone? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh-huh. 12, 13. Yeah. 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 I think in this room alone, I'm like, there are way more doors than yeah. wheels. Well, th- th- there might be, but you can't use this as a microcosm. You got to think of, of something sure. larger. Um, um, matchbox cars, four wheels. Those doors don't open on those matchbox cars. That's true. They don't. So are they really a door if they don't actually open? And so I don't There's think There's like can back get... doors on cars or like hoods. Like yes. The 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 door on the top of the yeah the, you know the there's engine. also you know there's wheels in the engine right the pulleys uh they're, they're circles they're wheels that that are used to run your belts 
So uh, you're you really believe there are more wheels in the world than there's doors? There's obviously more wheels. I was at the office the other day, and there were I think 25 office chairs. All of them had 10 wheels apiece. That's 250 wheels in just that office. Okay, right but there. how many doors does your building have? Yeah, well, uh, uh, let's just say that that room right there that might have 10 doors. Uh, it might have 20 doors. It might have 25 doors. It was 10% of how many wheels were in that room. Okay. So um, it's obvious that there's way more wheels, don't you think? Nope. Um, I think it's obvious there are way more doors. Um, because the wheel uh, is used in so many uh, in so many things. So many. Um, and where a, Isn't that a door a saying, would not be appropriate. Like, who invented the wheel? Or like... Uh, don't reinvent the wheel. Sure. Is, is, a, is an expression. Yeah, yes. and it's so useful. I mean, whoever, yeah. you know, made the circle. Yeah, wow. exactly. You don't need to reinvent Powerful. it. You know why? Because there's more wheels in the world than there are doors. Uh, I don't know. Wheels don't on know. all kinds of uh, uh, mechanical equipments. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, yes, uh, bicycle wheels. Right, sure. there's no doors on bicycles. Motorcycles, How about the motorcycles, no doors on motorcycles, but there's two wheels yeah. just on uh, that that take you places and bring you back. But there's also mechanical wheels inside uh, there um, that uh, uh, make it uh, that, that that add to the numbers. So I'm afraid wheels is the right answer. I don't so, think so. So uh, you're on team doors. I'm on team wheels. You know what we ought to do? We ought to bring a guest on the program. Would love and maybe, to bring a guest on the program. Yeah, maybe we could. Maybe we could ask her. I think we should have a female guest uh, in honor of uh, International Women's Day. Great. And uh, so let's do that. Let's do it. Uh, we have uh, the opportunity to bring a female guest on the Sports and Spirituality Show. Uh, high school athletes are uh, going to graduate uh, this year. And uh, so let's bring this person on the show. And maybe we can find out if she's on Team Doors the wrong team or team wheels the right team and maybe get her thoughts on international women's day as well can't wait as promised kelsey your dream has come true you're now finally in the room with two rows <laughs> isn't that awesome i know that has been your plan your goal uh your hope and dream all along and so we're going to make that dream of yours possible right now uh not one row but two rows in the house <laughs> Isn't that exciting? <laughs> it is exciting. I know. Mostly because I already like the other one better. Than uh, I see. Well, okay, we had a, like a two-minute conversation with her, and you already like her better. You know what? Um, I like her better, too, uh, than you. Um, so um, we're referencing um, <laughs> my cousin. Uh, technically, here's how it goes. Tell us. It, it, she's my first cousin <laughs> once removed. Okay? Uh, there's an uh, expression that oh, we're second cousins. No, um... My first cousin, which is her dad, Jed Rao. Okay. He's my first cousin. Okay. So his children, Hannah being one of those. Yes. Uh, Nicole being the other. Uh, and my children, Sarah, Susanna, Sydney, Samuel, they are second cousins. Because okay. they're cousins of cousins. Okay. Okay, so they're second cousins. Okay. So she is my first cousin once removed because uh, she's not my first cousin because her dad is my first cousin. Okay. Yeah. So first cousin once removed. That's actually interesting because <laughs> yeah. I was trying to explain to Lucy this morning about cousins. Uh-huh. And so this is actually very helpful and timely information. How confident do you feel in that explanation? Uh, 100%. Okay, great. 
it might not be right, but you asked me how confident I feel, and I feel 100% confident about that. Yeah. Okay. How? how uh, yeah, we should probably bring her on the on the show. Yeah. Let's now, talk to you. Uh, well, first of all, uh, Hannah, welcome to the Sports and Spirituality Show podcast. Great to have you. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and what What do you typically call me? Um, I call you Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what should uh, she call you? Yeah. What should I call you? Oh, well, I, I had I had another idea uh, of what you might call me, and that's Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. Yeah. Have you done that? Um, I probably have. I get kind of confused. Yeah, I know. First cousin once removed versus yeah. uncle. Right. But I know. I got to get it straightened out. Well, you don't have to get it straightened out. I'm just saying that yeah. uh, I have heard that from other first cousins once removed mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a lot older than her. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so it makes maybe more sense. Have you ever called him Grandpa Steve? No. I am a grandpa. No, I haven't gotten that one confused. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten that one confused. No, yeah. Uh, you're a wise young lady. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for I coming. I wouldn't say that to your face, Grandpa no. Steve. No, you wouldn't, because you're a wise young I'm lady. wise, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll d- dive a little deeper into uh, your wisdom, um, uh, maybe a little later here uh, in the program. Uh, mm-hmm. We really do appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Um, you are just finishing your senior year in high school basketball so we want to talk to you about that here mm-hmm. on the sports and spirituality show um but um kelsey has some questions for you um about uh, uh, your growing up uh, years uh, in life and family yeah i do i want to know mm-hmm. a little bit more about where you're from and what your family is mm-hmm. like okay um so <coughs> i guess technically i was born in phoenix arizona oh. State. I've been there once, yeah. loved it. It was yeah. really hot. It, it is really hot. I like hot weather, though. Yeah, me too, but I don't, it's extreme. Okay. So, um, I was born there, me and my sister were. Sisters younger or older? Older, four years older. Okay. Um, and then we moved back to the house we're in now, in Lancaster. Um, I was a baby. I don't remember Phoenix at all. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Have you been back to visit? Yeah. So, my sister, Noelle... Yep. is now she went to college out in Arizona. Okay. So she lives there now. Does she remember Arizona as a child? Um, I don't, I wouldn't think I'll ask so. her when I meet her. Yeah, okay. you can ask her. Okay. But <laughs> um, I wouldn't say so. But uh, she lives there now. Um, I think, I, I think <clears throat> my parents were kind of, have kind of been itching to Come get home. back out there. But Oh, go back to Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't think that's going to end up happening. But they've really been wanting to. So, but we visit her a lot. So great. Yeah. I think I saw on social media recently that uh, Noel just uh, moved into adulthood by buying her first car. She did. How about where, that? Where did you see that at? I saw it on Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did just buy her first car. Yes, yes. I think your mother posted that. I, I'm sure she did. She yes. did. <laughs> uh, I can confirm that. Yeah. Are uh, your parents from this area, Central Ohio? Um, yeah, <laughs> my, my parents moved around a lot, so they're, okay. they, yeah, I think they're originally from here. Uh, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I can confirm that as you well. Can, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, your dad was born, I believe, in the uh, Fairfield Medical Center. Yeah. Uh, here wow. In town. The and, uh, mom but, is what I get more confused with. Yes. I think, I mean, she bounced around a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, um, um, uh, her mom is, uh, an only child. Is that right? Yes. Yes, and uh, her father was a pastor here in town, which a church that is currently called um, uh, Victor Hill. It was called uh, Cedar Hill Church of God back in the day. And uh, yes, um, 
So your grandpa was pastor of that. Is yeah, that, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Luke, uh, unfortunately, uh, passed away in a, um, a tragic car accident um, many years ago. Um, and uh, this is a little unique, but um, her grandma ends up marrying another man who also pastored the same church. So her grandma was married to two pastors of the same church. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, right. that's a true story, isn't it? This is true. Yeah, yeah. right. This, Kelsey worries about the stories I tell. Maybe they're not all true. So I mean, they're I, not all true. I get it. So. <laughs> no. I don't know when to He's a good him. liar, too, so you never really know. Yes. Yeah. Do I take that as a compliment that I'm a good liar? I wouldn't I, want that to be said about me. He, I so mean, yeah. you decide. <laughs> You're a quick thinker. You could put it that way. You can I take see. that as a compliment. Okay, I do. Yeah. I take quick it as thinker. a yeah. quite frankly, a good liar. I take it as a compliment <laughs> as well, whether I should. <laughs> I sure you yeah. do. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> so you should probably ask her more about her uh, about her family do you have any more questions about that so it's the four of you mom yes. dad you and sister yep great what took sister back out to arizona school um, she just wanted to get out of ohio yeah okay and for school yeah so what sports did you play growing up growing up i was a big soccer player for mm -hmm. a while um quit that in eighth grade and then played played basketball since like kindergarten um i did volleyball for one year track for one year golf for two years and now you're excited yes about that. i am excited about um, that and i think that's it so yeah cool. soccer and basketball mainly though um, what position did you play in soccer i i, I was defense when i was younger mm -hmm. and then kind of moved to midfield when i was like older ish Great. so yeah would you say basketball is your favorite sport to play yeah for sure for sure um why did you only play volleyball one year because I went back to soccer, <laughs> and they happened okay. at the same time. Okay, that's so. okay. Very <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, uh, your high school, Fairfield Union High School, uh, here in Central Ohio, a uh, very good women's soccer program. Yes, uh, they're always so they're very, very good. Very good. Mm -hmm. uh, so do you think maybe you just weren't good enough and you couldn't make the cut? Is that the, is that um, the deal? No, I know. I just didn't <laughs> like playing anymore. Oh, oh I got But I, I would not say that I was not good enough. Oh, Okay. I, so, I, lo I love that confidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably a route trait. But um, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that's great. Now, uh, why not volleyball? Uh, why did you only do that one year? Because I quit to play soccer again. Oh, oh you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just person. trying out volleyball. Yeah. Okay. I was never really into it. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, I think that's wise, don't you, Kelsey, uh, to expose our children to multiple things? Yes. Because when you find out something, eh, I don't really care for that. Mm -hmm. Um then you found out something that you don't have to worry about anymore, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to mess with that. Uh, let's find the things we love and then get involved in that. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously you love basketball because you started out in kindergarten, first grade. Uh, did you ever play upward basketball? I did play upward basketball yeah, yeah. for one year. And you hated it, didn't I you? I hated it. Why did you hate I it? I wanted to quit after that. Yes. Yes. Um, I was in kindergarten playing with second graders. Yes. So they were a lot... Bigger? Bigger. But not as good as you. Um, well, no. They were a lot better than me. Really? I I just didn't really understand the game. Okay. I was kind of confused by the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to quit. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Um, I'm going to tell you, uh, Kelsey, why I think she hated it. Because uh, okay. my middle daughter <laughs> did not like it either. She also played in kindergarten um, uh, with uh, first and second graders. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, she would steal the ball. And they say, sorry, <laughs> you're not allowed to do that here. 
Uh, they do not, say that. Yes. yes. They make you give it back. They make, <laughs> they make you give it back. <laughs> Why? Exactly. And Why? that's super darn annoying, isn't it? It is annoying. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's um, uh, it's more of a developmental league, and so uh, they're trying to teach you things. Uh, and so my Susanna was like, "Dad, they're drilling it right in front of me. I take it." <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And uh, so th- that for an aggressive player like Hannah Rao. Um, that w- that would that would get frustrating. Uh, that would be frustrating. However, if I'm being honest, I don't think that that was the case when I was in kindergarten. Okay. I don't think I was really trying to steal the ball. You weren't. From a I second. just. <laughs> yeah, I think I just didn't like being out there in I front of people. I see. So, but it but didn't that would you. that would be annoying to yeah. have to give the ball back once well, you stole it. Well, I know it would be for you um, because uh, I don't want to bury the lead, but you um, set a school record. At Fairfield Union for the number of steals in a season or in a career, excuse me. Is a that right? season. In a season. Yes. I okay. set one for that and one for a single game. Okay. Yes. Yeah, excellent. Tell me what those numbers are. Um, game is 18, and then uh, season is 152. 152. Yes. Uh, this gal here had 152 steals. I think the record was 127. And so she yeah. obliterated the record. It may never be broken uh, at Fairfield <laughs> Union High School. Um, That's really incredible. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank it you. is. It is. It's incredible. Uh, the reason why, uh, I, I want to talk more about that. I don't know if this is the time to do it or, or not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but one of the things uh, that I know your dad loved about you and I love about you as well is you value defense. Mm-hmm. Um, when, uh, when someone embraces um, the lesser, what some consider the lesser aspects of the game, mm-hmm. uh, that is awesome. And you are to be commended for your investment in the defensive side of the ball. They have an expression, defense wins championships. Well, mm-hmm. um, they also have an expression in golf, you drive for show and putt for dough, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it's like uh, the flashy thing is the drive, right? right. Um, the flashy thing in basketball is the scoring. What actually wins ball games is if you play defense. Right. You know, if you stop them from scoring, maybe maybe you have a lot better chance of winning. Right. And the fact that you were committed to that, mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to play uh, what we call shut-down defense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to steal more basketballs than have ever been stolen to school, um, and I'm not giving them back. Um, yeah, and no. um, I'm going to worry less about my offensive stuff. You just don't see that in players, and I'm super proud of you for that. Thank you. Did you set it. out to break those records? Um. No, I mean it wasn't an intention. I just just happened, I guess. Um, I honestly, I just have fun playing defense. So, yeah. That's uh, something Kelsey might not know. It, uh, typically, what happens when you're scouting another team, uh, you find their best player. And then what you do is you say you find your best defender on your team, mm-hmm. and then you say you're guarding that person. And uh, Hannah Rao always got the assignment uh, of the best <laughs> player on the other team um, because uh, that's how good of a defender uh, that you are. And uh, it's a real compliment. It really is. Thank you. Um, that you were so committed to the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you're not afraid to shoot either, are you? No, I'm not afraid to shoot. Yeah. N- not anymore. Not anymore. I, exactly. I, you were going to say it. so I. Yes, I was. Yeah. Not this year. Uh-huh. You yeah. weren't. And I no. love that. I, I love know. that um, elo- uh, the evolution of mm-hmm. your game. Thank you. And to me, that's what's supposed to happen, right? Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be evolving. So, mm-hmm. how did you get to the place where you weren't afraid to shoot anymore? Um, honestly, 
I think leadership is a big thing. So when you're a freshman and sophomore and you're being told not to shoot the ball, it gets in your head. Uh, so we really try to, like, when you're a junior, senior, you kind of try to change that for the freshman or whatever. I didn't have the best leadership. It's kind of been an issue at our school. But um, I don't know. I just think I, I wasn't uh, mentally tough enough to kind of push past the people telling me not to shoot. Um, whereas, I don't know, last year, this year, I feel like I kind of just let it go, I guess. Yeah, well, and that you were junior, senior, so you're mm -hmm. upperclassmen, right? And so be, that kind of earned you maybe a little bit of a right that, yeah. to, to lead. But you said something there that I really like, uh, and that is uh, maybe noticing a little bit of a leadership drought. But instead of you know, just whining about it, you said, I'm going to change that, mm -hmm. and I'm going to change the narrative here. Help me understand how you were able to make that transition from, hey, I don't feel like I had the kind of leadership I needed, but I'm going to be that kind of leader mm -hmm. for the next people. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to take all the credit because there's there's five seniors on our team, including and, you. Yeah, and uh, the other four, like we've we've always been really good friends, like my group of my grade. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like freshman year, we just we hated the season. We hated coming to practice. We hated the upperclassmen, um, and we were just kind of like we don't. We don't want to do that for, we don't, I mean, there's no reason to make it tough on just because you're a freshman, you right. know? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, we just, I mean, I just think we're nice people in general. So just, I think don't be. what I'm kind of hearing you say is that sometimes our leadership and our skills are developed by when we see something we don't like. Right. And we want to go the other way because we see what negative how it negatively impacted us uh -huh. and maybe how it negatively impacts the culture. And so sometimes I think we can get, like Steve was saying, really hung up on stuff that we don't like and we can whine about it and complain about it. But I really do commend you for saying, hey, we can change that. We mm -hmm. can be different. We can make that different. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want for a healthier culture. And how right. did you play that out in the freshmen that you played with this year? Um, yeah. Well, last year there was, uh, I guess, one really good freshman in particular. Um, I took a liking to her just because, I mean, I just, I like when there's a freshman and they're good. And because I feel like people tend to be, upperclassmen tend to be intimidated by the freshman coming in, stealing their spot, you know, so they don't really want to help them out. Um, That's kind of the opposite for me. I feel like. I saw them as like an asset and not a competition. So, you know, if you tell them that they're going to be an asset to their team and they're going to play like it, whereas if you're worried about them stealing your spot, then, you know. Yeah, you're going to treat them accordingly, which yeah. probably isn't kind. And, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think they, those underclassmen have done a lot better than I did when I was a freshman because of it, you know, so... Um, I'll, I will say this, because they had an upperclassman that said, um, I value you. Mm -hmm. and let's face it, great players like Hannah Rao want to play with other great players. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to push down this player that you notice, that, man, they, they got skills. Mm -hmm. um, I want to play with them because mm -hmm. they're a person with skill. Um, yeah. So instead of worrying about them stealing my spot, let me encourage yeah. them, and maybe together we can do something wonderful. Right. Um, and uh, you were able uh, to do that. So I applaud your w wisdom in seeing that and then saying, uh, you know what, uh, it, even from a selfish standpoint, my team's going to be better, so I'm going to be better mm -hmm. because I can invest in somebody else who's good. Yeah. Uh, we can do this together. 
Yeah, and I will say one thing is like uh, scoring 20 points does not feel as good as winning a championship with your team and having six points, you know? Yes. Like your personal game, it never feels as good as the big games that you win with the rest of your team. So it's, I mean, I guess it's whatever mindset you have. Well, I was going to say that. Gosh, that's um, really wise. It is. <laughs> uh, it's great mindset because not everybody does. It's, uh, it is often about me. Hey, I mm-hmm. need to get mine. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, pass me the ball. Hey, why are you shooting? I was wide open. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you make it about you, uh, quite frankly, those teams don't win. No, they don't. <laughs> um, and to embrace uh, the us and not the me uh, is a powerful place to be. It's one of the reasons we love um, the Sports and Spirituality Show, because I think sports is a microcosm of life. And if you make all of life about you and you don't make it about us, then you don't win in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we don't win in the end. Right. you got to make it about us and not right. about me. Hannah, will you talk about how much you think, um, as a high school athlete, playing sports is mental versus physical? Because I feel like you've just said, you've said so many things in our conversation so far that I think really go back to the mental game, the mm-hmm. our attitude, our perspective, mm-hmm. which I... What Steve just said, I think sports really is a microcosm of life in general. And so will you talk just a little bit of how important you feel like the mental game of playing athletics is? Yeah, um, honestly, I think it's taken me up until about junior, senior year to realize that it's more mental than physical. Um, You could be the biggest, the best athlete on the court. But if you're, you know, if your mindset sucks, then you're not going to be very good. Correct. I don't think I really understood that until, again, like, last year, this year. Um, I I mean, I just, I feel like from experience, you can, just watching the players, like, I I mean, I know, like, players on my team or on our boys' team or whatever, you, they're the best athlete on the court, you know, but their attitude sucks, their, the stuff that comes out of their mouth, what they're thinking, it sucks, the way they handle themselves. And then they end up sitting on the bench. They don't do. They don't achieve much. Um, and it's just like, what a waste. Yeah, it's it's a waste. Like if you have the athletic ability and the mindset, like that, it's hard to beat someone like that. Um, I mean, going against girls who are really good, just athletically, and then you, I mean, you you can steal the ball from them twice, and then they're going to forget about it. It's really hard to shut down those girls. Right. And it's really frustrating when you can't shut them down and you just know that they're you're not in their head because they're tougher than that. So, yeah, I mean, I think the m- mentality is like the biggest your mind is the biggest part of the game, honestly. So, the physical stuff just kind of helps you out. Yeah, that's awesome. I really love that. Will you talk a little bit about um, your reputation as a player, maybe your reputation on the team, and really what legacy you wanted to leave for the Fairfield Union girls basketball team? Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I will. I will say. I, I just think that like freshman sophomore year me is like a completely different person. Uh, I mean. You could watch me as a freshman, and my you could just read me. My face was if I wasn't getting enough playing time, I wasn't I wasn't going to perform. If I wasn't scoring, I w- like I just let that stuff get in my head, and I had a bad attitude about it. Um, and I don't I 
I, you can watch it on film, and I'm like, mm, that's that's not fun to watch, you know, especially when it's like yourself, like that's embarrassing. <laughs> and um, so, I I think I really just wanted to change that. Um, and I I really we won a league championship in eighth grade. My middle school team was really good. Uh, the high school team was never the best. We'd been kind of struggling for a while. Um, but I just, I know that I, I just wanted to make the program really good. I didn't, I wasn't really ever looking to come in and be the leading scorer or whatever. I just wanted like the team to be good. Cause again, I think that's like the, mo I mean, that's more fun than one good player on a bad team. Um, so I, I think we kind of, I kind of achieved that or my group of seniors or whatever, um, kind of just got the program at least a step further in where we wanted to be. Um, and really, I think we've like been the best this year than we've been in almost 10 years because I guess just leadership has been better. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess my legacy that I'd want to leave, uh, I, I just, I don't want to be known as, like, the girl that no one likes, you know, the totally. the one that wanted to play for herself and no one else. Yeah. Um, I feel like I really tried to build friendships before I, you know, so, um, and honestly, I've, I feel like the girls on the team are kind of my best friends, so, and that hasn't always been the case, that we've had a lot of teams where everyone hated each other, so, um, just kind of building friendships, and I think, I always say that's like half the battle of being a, bit, a good team is yeah. Talk about the girls liking each yeah, other. Yeah, talk about the importance of the team relationships. As you've yeah. seen it for the last four years. Yeah. Um. So, uh, my sister, uh, she had a totally different experience than I did. She played basketball. She played basketball for Fairfield yeah. Union. Yeah. Okay. Um. She, the year she left is the year after that I came in. So we were pretty close, but, um, her experience was totally different. She had a bunch of girls that just didn't like each other, didn't play well together. Um, everyone was always fighting and arguing and, you know, you know how it can be. Um, and I feel like we had a little bit of that my freshman year, a little bit of it my sophomore, and I feel like it's kind of just decreased as it's gone on. Um, but again, I feel like if, your leaders are not going to let that happen. Uh, then, I, and I, like now, I mean, the team does stuff outside of basketball. We want to hang out. We like, I mean, I don't love going to practice and, you know, running for two hours, but I like being there with my friends. And so it doesn't make practice as, it makes practice more bearable. So, uh, I mean, honestly, I, if you weren't friends with your teammates, I don't, it's a long season to put up with if you're not friends with them. So, like, that's probably one of the biggest parts of it, I think. So, I love hearing you share about progress mm -hmm. because you said freshman. Uh, I, I watch that film and I cringe <laughs> when I see uh, ninth grade me yeah. uh, respect, uh, responding in these ways. And uh, <laughs> man, yeah. that's terrible. Uh, well, um, it would be terrible if. Uh, there wasn't a change from freshman year to senior year. That would be terrible. It yes. would be. Um, and quite frankly, I again, uh, not to wax uh, like a broken <laughs> record, but I think it's a micro microcosm of real life. Mm -hmm. um, if we look back four years ago and say, yep, 
exact same person. I think the same. I talk the same. I feel the same. Um, nothing's different for me. Uh, mm. I, I think that's that's sad news. Uh, we should be growing. Mm-hmm. We should be progressing. And uh, there's a, an old expression, progress, not perfection. And mm-hmm. uh, sports is a great analogy for life because it's never perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't hit every shot. No. Uh, we don't make every steal. We don't get every rebound. We don't win every game. Right. We're, but we're making progress. And what you did from your freshman year to your senior year, you made tremendous progress. And you didn't do it for me. You did it for us. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is us, Fairfield Union, mm-hmm. my teammates, my school, um, those who uh, fans that come, my family. Um, you did it for that mm-hmm. um, and made that significant progress from freshman year to senior year and I believe you won the the uh, mid state league uh, Buckeye Division championship. Is that right? We did. Yeah. Yes. First time in nine years. Yes. So and so, uh, yep. We won it in the eighth grade, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe struggled uh, for three or four more years, mm-hmm. but we won it. And the that, that's the progress I'm talking about. You don't always win championships, but I am an absolute believer when you have great team chemistry, a team that plays together will beat a team that has more skill. Absolutely. If they are not playing together, if they're not connected, if it is all about I'm going to get my 25 tonight um, mm-hmm. and I don't care what anybody does, mm-hmm. uh, you make um, uh, – I've just seen it happen over and over and over. Teams that have that great team chemistry mm-hmm. uh, will beat team that has greater skill. Well, I, I will say my freshman year, I think we had probably the most amount of talent than we've had in a while. There was just so many girls that could – I mean, that were a threat to other teams, but we didn't like each other. We didn't play well together. And I mean, this year we did so well and we didn't have as much talent as we've had in the past or whatever, but we are so much better than that team that had loads of talent. So it's very true. Uh, So you've uh, you've experienced it personally uh, Mm -hmm. that uh, this is absolutely the case. And again, in the office, um, at your church. Um, in your recreational activities, uh, in uh, your volunteer opportunities, if you love the people you're working with, and if you are one who says, I'm going to commit to that, and then if you pull a hand around and say, hey, mm-hmm. I saw the way it, it w- went before and it wasn't very good, so I'm going to be an agent for change to make that better, um, then that's how it gets better. It doesn't get mm-hmm. better on its own. Right. Somebody has to be intentional about making that uh, making that happen. So yeah. um, I'm proud of you for a whole bunch of reasons, <laughs> uh, but those are the most important reasons to say, um, here is uh, what I experienced. I'm not going to do that uh, mm-hmm. to the, the next group that comes behind mm-hmm. me. I'm going to make a change. And, oh, by the way, I won a championship by doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that, feels, uh, that feels great as well. Um, and so at the end of the day, uh, you won't remember uh, all of uh, uh, the stats maybe, uh, mm-hmm. but you'll remember how that championship feeling felt because you could do it together. Right. Hannah, a really big part of athletics are the coaches. And I'm mm-hmm. guessing with all the sports you've played over your lifetime, uh, you've had several different coaches. Will you talk a little bit about any coach or coaches who've meant something to you or lessons you've learned from some of them? Yeah, um, coaches are a huge part um, of sports. I know there's coaches that can make you hate your sport, yep. or there's coaches that can make you play for them when you don't love the sport, but you want to play for them. Um, I've had both. 
Um, I think our school has kind of struggled with coaches for which is team chemistry and coaching is I think our biggest two issues that we've had for the program um, past 10 years or whatever. Um, I mean, honestly, when you have a coach that's like, that's negative all the time, telling you can't do something or yelling at you, I guess, for no no good reason, telling you, like just belittling you, I guess, um, you don't want to play for them. You're, you're going to shut down. Um, but when you when you have a coach that's, you know, building you up and believes in you yeah believes in you uh you want to do good for them not just for yourself um and I think also like good coaches also want their team to just you know have a relationship with each other just like they want to have a relationship with the their players so um yeah I mean I just I think great coaches will put that over their personal gain so well and i think wisdom says if you actually want to be really good and you have a really good team uh then maybe uh you don't be rate people uh, mm-hmm. maybe you encourage them and build them up and then mm-hmm. you'll get what you want if you really do want the championship yeah. right in the You're recognition right. and all the wins then maybe maybe you take a different approach yeah uh, and i think it's super important to be able to read so, some kids um are motivated by a stern word um timely spoken uh, <laughs> yelling you mean yelling uh, or, yeah uh, stern word timely spoken um some need you to pull them off to the side put your arm around them and say hey um uh, here's something i noticed uh, maybe maybe you could work on that mm-hmm. um i don't know um i would guess hannah rouse more well she's not a real big hugger but um <laughs> uh, i'm around the shoulder kind of thing um uh. that uh, would say um here's here's an instruction versus uh, that was the dumbest thing i've ever seen why in the heck did you do that mm-hmm. don't ever do that you know yeah people aren't motivated by that most people aren't yeah i would say i don't respond to that too well yeah. <laughs> um i would say a good arm around the shoulder is probably mm-hmm. o- honestly I, I i would say girls are different than boys i they are i can only sp- i i would say girls you have to treat them more comforting yes uh, t- talk to them like as a person rather than you know um guys i think respond more to the yelling and the they don't need to be comforted as much i guess that's true um so i mean i don't think i'm any different i don't think i respond much when someone's screaming in my face yeah you know it kind of makes me shut down yep but yeah yeah that's good stuff well, um, we probably shouldn't keep you here uh, the entire day, but I do have a couple of other questions <laughs> mm-hmm. for you. Wait, um, I have one more. I want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could ask more, but here's, we were talking, and you sound like an amazing player. I'm assuming Steve has had the privilege of watching you play. I have. <laughs> what is your future with basketball? <laughs> like, now I'm, question. like, dying to know if um, you're going to go on to play more. Well, um, I could. Okay. It's kind of been... It's a battle, you yes. know, I'm, my mind kind of changes on it every 10 minutes. It's a decision, um, it's decision a, season for seniors, right? Yeah, it's a, and it's a big decision. Yes, so, it is. Um, I, don't, I couldn't really tell you, That's if fine. I'm being honest, if yeah, I'm playing be. or not. Um, I have, I mean, I have some looks. I know if I'm playing, it most likely be for Otterbein. Okay. Um, and if not, I'll probably go to OU. And either experience will probably be good for me. So Great. I don't think I can really lose. But 
it's a big decision. So yeah. I I'm, love it. Yeah. If you go on to play, I do expect a follow-up interview to hear how playing for Otterbein will I, be. I will do that. Thank you. And <laughs> I want to come see you play. Okay. Yep. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. There's, um, is it my, uh, uh, my friend, um, Mershmer, uh, she played for Otterbein? Uh, you know, Celeste, uh, Celeste Mershmer. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) She graduated from FCA. Yeah, she did. Fairfield Christian Academy. Um, Um, I thought she was playing for Audubon, but I'm I'm not sure about that. Yeah, you can find it on the roster, but it doesn't ring a bell. Okay, no problem. And I think there were maybe another uh, college or two uh, that was uh, was looking at you. Now, you said uh, I might go down to OU. Are you talking about Nathans? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And would you go down there just to go to school, or would you look to play ball? Um, I, I would just go for school. I mean, they haven't reached out to me or anything I, about I playing, but you I, can walk I, on. I, yeah, I've, people have been telling me that I'm not sure how that whole process works, yeah. but, um, I'm really not sure. I, I'm not sure if I even want to play in general, uh-huh, which is right. the thing. Yes. Uh, it's a big commitment. It's, so it is huge. Yeah. Um, and you uh, have to want it. You do. That that's kind of where I'm at. It's I a feel big like commitment, if, especially in college. Yeah. If you want to play in college, I feel like you really have had to be pretty dedicated yeah, and really right. want it. Um right. I feel like if I'm a few months away from being in college and still questioning it, it's, it's probably a bad sign. Mm, um, maybe. Maybe. Maybe because it's the end of the high school mm-hmm. season and you've committed you you went twenty two and three, is that right? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so you won 22 ball games. You played 25 games. Uh, unfortunately, uh, a fellow short in the district championship. And mm-hmm. so, um, uh, yeah, it, it might, this might not be the time. Uh, mm-hmm. it might, you, you might need a decompressed time. Yes. And then make a decision. For sure. Yeah. But time is not my friend right now. I see. So mm-hmm. that's yep. not good for me. I but got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they're kind of wanting a commitment. They're kind of wanting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, Kelsey and I yes. uh, will uh, be up to Audubon to watch you play. Oh, uh, great. There. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so we're excited about that. You sound like my dad. So which, uh, oh. which, which <laughs> what's no the first game? There's no pressure for me. No pressure. When, when's Steve, the first game? I appreciate it. Leave her alone. Uh, leave her alone? First game. I, I, I don't how know. are we going to go to the game if we don't know what it is? We don't even know if she's going to be playing. Uh, don't talk negative like that. <laughs> Get that stuff out of here. Um, um, you, you've done a great job of making decisions, Hannah. And mm-hmm. so um, uh, whatever decision you make, I trust you. Thank and you. I know your parents do too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they believe in you, but the only reason that uh, they would want you to do that is because they know you have skill, talent, ability, and you'll make that team better. It's uh, it's not about them or right. uh, making things better for them. It's really about uh, what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And the answer might be no. Um, mm-hmm. My middle daughter was my uh, best uh, female athlete in the roundhouse, <laughs> and uh, she uh, she chose not to play at mm-hmm. the next level, and that's fine. Um, that, that's her decision to make. Right. And uh, we uh, we embrace that, mm-hmm. even though um, Steve, even though she probably still got some backlash. Uh, she did. Uh, she did I'm get some sure encouragement. She yes. you call it backlash. We call it encouragement. Yeah, yeah, sure. Different perspectives, I mean, yeah. but we know the truth. Uh, yeah, the truth is we gave her some encouragement. From um, her perspective, maybe yeah. some backlash. But. Yeah, you'll have to ask her. See what she says. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, Who's better, you or your dad, at basketball? Um, me. Really? Yeah, we go at it with one-on-one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, um, you have uh, video evidence of you mm, beating him one-on-one. 
No, no, not, this is the right answer. But we don't have you don't video have evidence of him beating me either. Okay. So, so we'll have to just he, assume he can beat you. It's taken me a while to be able to beat him, but I can say that I can beat him pretty often now. You know, we oh, might really? go fifty-fifty. Oh, we might go fifty-fifty. Yeah. You're not very good at math, are you? I can beat him pretty often, but well, then, o- now we're back com- to fifty-fifty. Often now, which is compared it? to what I used to. I used to never be able to beat him. Okay, so you're getting better. Progress, she went from yes. zero. Yeah, you've made progress. He, yes. He goes to zero to I beat him one time. I mean, really? This is what you. This is how you define fifty-fifty. Um, I I mean, you can come come watch us play. You can join yeah. in. I'll well, play you one on one. You, you I, I don't do. want that. I don't. No, you do. You I mean, don't if, want you, it. if you don't mind losing, then, <laughs> then uh, I, that's fine. I do mind losing. Well, then you don't want that. But do you mind losing? I think I don't. I, I think I don't mind it because I don't do it. Of course, we saw that. So coming. you just wouldn't play, like if you thought you were going to lose. You oh just no, no, play. no! Oh no! 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 I play. I accept every challenge. <laughs> you just don't lose. I just don't lose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Especially well, not. To I could you. try to change that. I you, mean, you could. You can't yeah. change it, but you could try. So, wh- who would you or my dad win one on one? Who would like between me and your you, dad? Yeah. yeah, me. Okay. I've beat him um, many, many, many times. I just think, to ask him. I think I've heard that actually. Yeah, you have. Uh, yeah, because it's true. <laughs> but like he he says, when you guys were younger, he used to beat him a lot. Oh, what, really? I'm talking about now. Um, uh, when was the last I, time I, you I, and Jed played? Willing <laughs> to beat him again. Uh, as soon as I would he's love ready. to see it. I would. I would love to see it. Would you? I'd so love would to I. play and yeah. Yeah. So we could have um, we could have like a one on one where I play your dad and I beat him and I play you and I beat you. Yeah, like a little okay. tournament. Right, little tournament, mm-hmm. little round robin. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, Kelsey, you want in on this? I want to come watch. <laughs> <laughs> you want to run the uh, the uh, phone camera uh, sure. so we have video evidence. Yeah. So Hannah can't come back on the show after she's a senior at Otterbine uh, playing for them. She's uh, <laughs> set a school record and steals there. And uh, she says, "Hey, we got video evidence of uh, Steve beating you." Um, so if we had video evidence of me beating you, uh-huh. I you'd probably find a way to get rid of that evidence. I wouldn't. I would have to guess. Y- you must live in some uh, fantasy world or something. Because there, <laughs> y- y- it wouldn't happen, so I wouldn't have to get rid of it okay. because it wouldn't happen. Okay, it doesn't exist. We'll just have to settle this. Like it's like uh, Steve's yeah. mental game yeah. is strong. It yeah. is strong. <laughs> He's his smack talk is so big. Yeah. Um, we what, need to see him back it up. <laughs> what, what about golf? Uh, you were uh, you, you were playing golf. Mm-hmm. I think Mr. Goss was your golf coach, wasn't he? Mr. Doss? Goss? Was that his name? Goss? Um, no. Brian okay. Oliver was my coach. Okay. Okay. Um, and I thought you were pretty good at golf. Uh, you said you weren't very good, but I think you're comparing that with your dad. And your dad is a lot better golfer <laughs> than me. He's a lot better golfer. Um, not a little he's bit. Pretty he's good. a lot. He's, he's a lot better he's golfer. He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's, he's not as good of a basketball player as me, but he's a lot better golfer. Okay. Well, I can respect you giving him some credit for something. You okay. Know? Good. Yeah. Um, compared to him, I'm really bad compared to i i wouldn't say i'm the best you know mm-hmm. but i would like to be the best so uh-huh. i'm probably gonna well uh, uh, knock myself down a few pigs yeah i i have no authority to say this um but golf is a very humbling game it is um, <laughs> and you have to play it a ton mm-hmm. to get good at it and mm-hmm. uh, I'm a recreational golfer. I like to say I'm an economy golfer. If I paid by the stroke, <laughs> I wouldn't pay very much at all. Uh, so you think about it from a financial standpoint, it works out pretty good. Right. Yeah, I get a lot of shots <laughs> in and uh, if I pay per shot.
pretty sweet. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, uh, your dad and I have played uh, together um, mm-hmm. in a little two-man scramble. Um, we've lost um, a couple of times, so we are going to get that back. Right. Uh, we'd love to have you on the team uh, if you're Shh. able to join us. Uh, sure. Yes. I don't, I, I wouldn't say I'd probably help out much. Yeah. But okay. I'll try. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, and I did want to ask you, uh, a couple of more things. One, uh, if, what do you want to pursue, uh, in college? Cause you're actually a post-secondary, you're, you're in essence a college student. I think you'll be awful close to an associate degree in college when you graduate high school. Is that right? We have, um, I'll almost have two about years. About a year. About a year. You're okay. done. Okay. So. Very good. Yeah. Um. What are you going to study? That I I don't really I, I mean communication is obviously a mm-hmm. just a basic but uh-huh. I've actually really been looking into computer technology okay. kind of route yeah um, so excellent either one I'm Th- not is sure. that a pretty good program there at Audubon? Oh my goodness! The computer uh, uh, I've tech been, program. I've been told. Uh-huh. My, don't worry, my dad's looked into it. <laughs> He's all about it. Um, <laughs> I've been told that yes. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, we, uh, Kelsey and I, were chatting about two other things um, uh, before you came on the uh, the podcast, and so I want to get your position on them. Uh, the first one is um, International Women's Day, uh, just uh, celebrated recently. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean to you? You um, seem to you strike me as a, a kind of oh, um, a strong female leader um, mm-hmm. and a confident woman. Yeah, um, that's also something that's probably taken me a while to grow into. Yeah, um, just looking at the sports side, I guess. I mean, women's sports, they're not the most respected, I guess. Um, But, like, this year we've had the biggest crowds we've had in a long time. Um, Like, you go to the boys' games and the stands are packed, um, honestly, I would argue that our stands were more full than our boys' team this year, which is just, it's great um, to see, like, people finally supporting. Um, I went to the Final Four game last night. Sheridan was playing. Yes. Their student sections were insane. It looked like the whole school was there, and I i mean, it was great. Um, so, I progress. Progress. Yeah, that yeah. seems to be the word. Yeah, we Just haven't made perfection yet. But work in progress, progress. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good. Uh, that Sheridan game, triple overtime. Did, yeah. Uh, Are you be, watching? Uh, I did not, but uh, uh-huh. I was reading about it. And yeah, uh, super crazy. exciting stuff right there. Who yeah. won? Um, Sheridan. And Sheridan. they're going to triple Great. overtime. And so they're going to play um, in the uh, state championship, championship game. Championship, right? yes. Yeah, that's great stuff right there. Um, last question. Are there more doors in the world or wheels? <laughs> um, I, okay, I'm not too adamant about either one. Okay. Like some people are. you got to pick I kind of go back and forth. you got to pick a team. I would say I'm more wheels. Your team wheels. Interesting. <laughs> huh. Well, I... I, I really do go back and forth, but I, I would say I, more often I side with wheels. Okay. Yeah. However, I do think this is a bit of a dumb argument. <laughs> um, it's Fair. all it's all over my Instagram and TikTok. It's kind of driving me crazy. Yeah. Who came up with this argument? I don't but know. But I, 
yeah, what what are you? What are you guys? Oh uh, well, uh, you have to listen to the first uh, half of this podcast. Oh, you'll and get you'll, into it. You'll okay. find out uh, there. So <laughs> okay. um, uh, we're so glad that you came uh-huh. on the Sports and Spirituality Thank Show you. podcast. Thank you. Um, we applaud the accomplishments that you've made. Uh, you were a difference maker at Fairfield Union Lady Falcon basketball, um, and. Uh, I mean that on the court, but I think way more important off the court uh, to intentionally value the underclassmen and say, I'm going to make it different for them than it was for me Mm -hmm. is top shelf stuff right there. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that will serve you well until uh, the end uh, for you. (laughs) And uh, so I'm super proud of you. Uh, you. It was, I loved it when people said, uh, are are you uh, Hannah Rao's cousin? Um, (laughs) uh, And uh, I really appreciate uh, all of the commitments that you've made uh, to the game, to other people's lives, to your family. uh, And uh, so glad that you chose to come on the Sports and Spirituality Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yep, you're welcome. Any final thoughts for our guest? Hannah, Rao, Kelsey. I want to be your best friend. You seem great. And I, yeah, have loved our time together. That's a good compliment. You have just jumped to, like, probably my favorite guest we've ever had on this show. Um, That's exciting. I'm, yeah, so happy to have had you. Thank Thank you you. so much for sharing. You You really do have so much wisdom. And um, whether you play basketball in the Mm. future. At Otterbein. At Otterbein or another organized team or not uh-huh. i really do uh think you have a bright future and i'm excited to uh hear how it goes thank you thank you that's hannah Rao. she is a senior at fairfield union high school finishing up her senior year at uh, fairfield union uh, being our guest on the sports and spirituality show and we so appreciate her saying yes to our invitation mm-hmm. um uh, for our friend Kelsey Bowl, you gonna come back for episode twenty nine? If I have to, uh, yeah, well, you do. You have to. Uh, <laughs> I love that enthusiasm. Uh, maybe I can replace you. That's what I'm here you. for. That's, maybe I can replace you with Hannah Rao because she's taking getting a communications degree from Otterbein and after she played basketball there and and what she seemed excited to be here. You said if I have to. You know, I've put up with a lot more episodes yeah, with you she, than yeah. she has. Well, that's she's, true. She's been through it. Yeah, she's a veteran. Yeah, Kelsey's a veteran. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you, you'll have to stay a veteran by coming back. All right. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, Kelsey, well, she'll be back for episode 29. Uh, my name is Steve Brown. I want to say a special thank you to Price Custom Homes, pricecustomhomes.com. Thank you, Greg and Mitch Price, for sponsoring the Sports and Spirituality Show on WLRY. 88.9 Radio for Life, also Save Radio, and a special thank you to the Fairfield County Sports Network for sponsoring the Sports and Spirituality Show. Again, thank you, Hannah Rao, for being here. Thank you for joining us, and join us next time for Episode 29 of The SAS. That's the Sports and Spirituality Show. <laughs>